the Business is brought to you by Audible.com. everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're Married with a Business. We're here to share tips and tricks and things about being a married couple that own and operate a business together, which we have been doing for 20 years. That's crazy to think about. Almost. So uh, and we are also we also like to talk about just business stuff and show you or introduce you guys to new things to talk about. And that's what we'll be doing here in a minute. But Allison, I have to tell you, I've been having a really good time with our kids in youth basketball. Really? Yeah, youth basketball is actually kind of fun. It's interesting because basketball, unlike other sports, unlike maybe football or baseball, there's a little bit more standing around. Basketball, there's a lot of movement and a lot of coordination that goes on. And and it's fun and good to see our kids kind of improve their coordination over the past couple of weeks. Are there squeaky shoes? There are squeaky shoes. I know you hate the squeaky shoes in basketball. I hate the squeaky shoes in basketball. I know, I know. But it's good. It's it's fun. And I'm, I'm glad they're having a good time. I'm having a good time. I'm glad they're having a good time. It's, they're having a fun time. I mean, you know, you're not very tall. I don't think either of our kids will ever be professional basketball players. Oh. That's your fault, by the way. They're we'll, short. We'll blame that on you. But uh, it's good that they're out and doing it. And I'm glad they're getting to be out and being active in doing something. So it's, it's been really fun. Allison, what do we have this week on the show? So this week, I'm really excited to talk to Lynn Feingold from Virtual Assistant Boston, because I don't really understand a lot about how virtual assistants work. Um, Lynn is a virtual assistant with over 30 years of experience of executive administrative support, community outreach, creative promotions, grant writing, event planning, promotional strategies, group performing, social media. She's got an extensive background that she brings to virtual assisting. So it's really kind of exciting to talk to her and learn more about how the process works and can work for small businesses. Because I think that bringing on people sometimes is hard for business owners. It's, you know, that first step to taking hats off. And I think getting a virtual assistant is a good way to dip your toes into it. Yeah. So take a minute here and let's listen to Lynn Feingold from Virtual Assistant Boston. All right, everybody, we have Lynn Feingold, Virtual Assistant Boston, joining us. VirtualAssistantBoston.com is her website. Lynn, thanks for being on the show. Hey, thanks. So, Lynn, tell us, what is a virtual assistant? Well, this has been something that has become so important in the uh, new world that we're living in, where virtual uh, life has become so critical for so many people and business owners, especially. Um, virtual assistants uh, do everything that an admin would do sitting at a desk outside your office door, except they do it at a distance from home and they do everything virtually. So it just takes a lot of coordination, but it's um, entirely possible. And uh, yeah, that's a virtual assistant for you. How did you become a virtual assistant? Well, um, I had uh, a 31-year career at Dunkin' Donuts corporate headquarters. And in the past 20 years, I was an executive assistant. And um, I loved uh, the um, high-level work. I loved being responsible for a lot of different things. I was kind of, I felt like I was kind of the problem solver for my um, executives. You know, they, they would have a problem, they'd come to me, and then I would research it and figure out the solution. And I'm doing that um, every day with my clients now. So um, I belong to the South Shore Women's Business Network, and um, I have felt that that's a really great group, you know, belong to a few groups, but that's a really great group where I've learned so much about networking. And when I realized that 
all I needed to do was hang up my shingle and kind of announce that I was a virtual assistant now and working virtually and I could help businesses. Um, I created a business model where I can help businesses for a couple of hours this week or a couple of hours every week um, or a couple of hours every month. And um, I put it all together like a big puzzle in my calendar and then uh, work away at it. So when somebody comes to you and they say, I think I need an assistant, but I'm not sure, what's the process? How do you kind of work them through determining what they need and how much time that they need someone to help them out? Well, it's interesting because um, I had a couple of calls this morning with people who really weren't too sure what it is that I do, but they knew that they need help. And that's the first step. You have to recognize that you you can't see the woods for the trees when you're in a business a lot of times, right? You are so engrossed in all of the details of keeping the thing going that you don't realize where someone could step in and just you could pass the ball to them and they could take that off your plate and then it becomes a regular thing. Um, so, you know, in talking with people, um, that's when I find out what their pain points are. And I often say to them, well, at the end of the conversation, I will say, why don't you send me your wish list and we will, you know, and prioritize it. So if you want to, if you think the first thing that has to happen is you rewrite everything on your website and you need help with that, I can help you do that. And we can work on that. And I know about how much time that's going to take me. So I kind of ballpark for people. And with a lot of clients, like the people that I spoke with this morning, um, we agreed that I will be working with them for a few hours a week going forward. So now what I'm going to do is send them a little one page document. They will look it over. And it basically says it's very simple. I'm me. You're you. I'm the person who's going to do the work. You're the person who's going to pay me. This is what you'll pay me. This is when I'm available. This is how we're going to share passwords. And this is how we're going to share updates. And um, and if you need me, here's my contact information. And, you know, feel free to call me anytime. So we establish a working relationship and then I send them an invoice and they prepay for, you know, four hours or something like that. And then I just keep that in my books and work against that time. And as that gets down to an hour, I let them know and they re-up for another four hours and I keep working against that. So that seems to be the best uh, method that I've got because... I don't have a virtual assistant myself to deal with all of the accounting and bookkeeping and figuring all this out. So I have to do all of that. So I've simplified it by just going with an hourly rate. And it's an hourly rate is the same whether I'm doing this or that or the other thing. If somebody is thinking about hiring or, or getting a virtual assistant, what are some tasks that a virtual assistant will do for you? Oh my goodness. Well, um, the person this morning that I just spoke with is a CPA. And for instance, she knows that tax season's coming up. So she um, needs someone to help her go through her email, um, you know, and just make sure that she doesn't miss anything that's urgent or important. Um, following up with clients, um, maybe you know, setting up meetings for clients or contacting them, reminding them if they need to send in certain documents, that type of thing. So that's really kind of a real hands-on, you know, I'm into your business every day type of thing. And we imagine that's going to last, you know, through tax season only. But um, also, you know, creating social media posts. I have a Canva Pro account and I design um, social media posts and I can either work with you, you give me the content that you want to cover um, and I create social media posts for you, then I can schedule them for you. Um, 
or you just give me free reign and say, this is what my business is about. I'd like to express this type of thing. And then I develop, you, you know, the tone that you would have in that business and, uh, and write the social media content for you. Um, I've written blogs for people. I've written 1800 word blogs about the top 10 places to go in New England for a getaway. Um, you know, and that was for a photographer. And the last, you know, of those 10 was really kind of pointing to photography and saying, but the 10th one is plan an adventure uh, for your family right in your neighborhood and hire me to come and do your family photo. So it was, it's fun to kind of wrap your brain around that, you know. I manage people's, uh, you know, um, marketing. Um, I can uh, create all kinds of flyers and posters and uh, Facebook events and all of that. Um, and MailChimp is a big thing that I do for a lot of people. I manage their um, email content. So for a lot of them, they'll just say, um, I have one, one woman who has a tea shop and she sends me just a bullet list of, you know, five or six things she wants to cover in her next newsletter. And I'll write the newsletter for her. And I use her tone of voice. And, um, and I know how she likes to communicate with her clients. And uh, so that's something that I can do for her. Because you're virtual, how do you determine whether your work style and your communication style will align with potential clients? It's really, um, for me, listening to the client and um, then, um, you know, making sure that whatever I'm about to say on their behalf really drives with them. And if I ever have a question, you know, when I first started with, um, for instance, this uh, holistic group um, out in Michigan um, back in uh, June, uh, probably June, July, and August, I spent three months just really getting to know them and making sure that I was saying the right thing. So I would draft an email and send it to them and say, I'm about to, you know, pull the trigger on this one. Let me know if it sounds like you. Is this what you want to say? And they would tweak it. But as time went on, the tweaks became much less because they I'm, I'm hitting it. I'm hitting it every time. And now they just tell me, here's the next event that we're going to have. Um, please write an email, you know, to everyone. And yep, um, I'm on it. And I've got that kind of just all that information flowing for them um, out to their, um, you know, people who potentially will sign up for these events. And um, it turns out to be, it's a very interesting thing. I mean, you know, it's every day is a challenge as, uh, yeah. as a virtual assistant. And that's part of what I love about this. It engages me in uh, so many ways. So as a virtual assistant with multiple different clients and companies, how do you align your time? Like, how do you decide who's getting which blocks of time each day? Well, um, a lot of clients will tell me, you know, if it's urgent, you know, I had someone contact me and they needed something. It was Wednesday. They needed it by uh, the beginning of the uh, workday on Friday. And um, now if I couldn't fit that in somehow and do that, you know, three hours of research that she needed, um, I would tell her that. I would just say, you know what, I've got too much work and I can't do that. But in that case, I could do it because I could move some of my other clients to Friday that I was going to work on on Thursday and it wasn't a big deal. Um, a lot of people just make me aware of their deadlines. Some people make me aware that they don't really have a deadline for this. It's just something that they want to get done you know, sooner rather than later, but it doesn't have to be this week um, if you need to push it to next week. So what I wind up doing on Friday is I look at my calendar for the next week. I look at all my clients. I kind of look back at what I should be working on for these people and I build it into the calendar. So I reserve two hours on this day and two hours right after that for this client and that client. And then I'm able to just kind of seamlessly go from one client to the other. 
I mean, one thing, one tool that really helps uh, that work is um, called LastPass. And that's a fabulous tool for sharing passwords. So when I, you know, send out my little contract to people, I say, this is how I share passwords. And if you, uh, it's kind of like a password vault. And all you have to remember is the master password that opens the vault, because all your passwords are stored in there. And every time that you go to sign in with something, um, you know, LastPass will say, do you want to use your LastPass password? And you say yes, and, and now you're in. So uh, for me, on LastPass, I go into LastPass when I begin client work, and what I can do is just click on MailChimp for FWW, and boom, it opens up, and I go right in there, and I can begin working immediately. So it's um, it's pretty seamless. And so you have a you have a pretty extensive background in executive assistant, and you 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 came into this with a a lot of history and knowledge that you gained from all those years of experience. If somebody is looking to hire a virtual assistant, what are some questions? What are some things that they should ask that person to make sure that not only are they a right fit, but they'll be able to handle you know the workload that you put on that virtual assistant? Well, sometimes I speak with people who have hired someone um, that. That they thought it was going to work out and it didn't work out because that person either ghosted them and just completely disappeared or the work wasn't really done up to the caliber that it needed to be done that person wasn't able to adopt the tone of the business for example um, in communications and um and yeah so that's that's a lot of times that's what i find out um what i what I tell people is, you know, look for someone who's established, who is working as a virtual assistant now, who has um, a good place where you can find out about them, either through LinkedIn or on their website. Look at their list of things that they have out there that they do. I have a, what I call a menu of services, and it's by no means, you know, comprehensive. I have more things that I do for people than are on that list. But, you know, look for something like that. And um, also, I think that it's important to really make sure that you um, you really work well with that person, that you're not put off by anything that they do when they talk with you on the on that initial Zoom call. Because if you are getting a red flag at all, you should just say, I need more time to think about this and back away slowly because um, you don't want to get involved with someone that then later you, you're finding out it's just the wrong fit for whatever reason. Yeah, I think that was going to be my my last one. My next question or last question too was like, I as I was doing research for talking about you, it felt like there were so many of these like sites popping up with just like, oh, hire a virtual assistant. And it was like, how do you know or what questions do you ask to vet somebody bef before getting into it? Because it was like at the bottom of the page, like all these little headshots with like $4, $3, like $17. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. that, that could be so overwhelming to somebody who doesn't know what they don't know yet. And it's good to know that a lot of virtual assistants have, like you said, a menu of services, you know, so because there might be some virtual assistants that are more geared towards bookkeeping or QuickBooks and other that are geared more towards marketing, correct? Yes, that uh, that is a very popular idea to, as a virtual assistant, you know, recognize what your niche is. And I've decided uh, not to, as they say, niche down um, to just do copywriting or just do social media posts because um, I'm enjoying the process of learning what it is that I can do and what it is that um, you know gives me um, it gives me the, the the biggest buzz of the day you know just uh, sitting at my desk all day and doing work I want it to be interesting I want it to be stimulating so for me switching from one horse to the other 
is what is making it interesting. You know, um, do a little research, write a proposal for someone, uh, you know, vet somebody's blog and put it on their uh, WordPress website, you know, all of those different things. Um, I, I have recently talked with someone who said at the end of uh, talking with me and finding out what my hourly rate was, and I said, and I charge that same rate no matter what it is that I'm doing for you. But um, as I say on my business card, I can get a lot done in an hour, and I bet you can too. And I just want people to know that, you know, I'm qualified to do the work that I'm doing, and, and I have efficiencies in place that others might not that are just beginning. So um, when he said to me, well, I can, you know, I can just turn around and hire somebody on Fiverr for, you know, $12 an hour to do this. And I said, and you're welcome to. Okay, good yeah. luck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Kind of like, yeah, you get what you pay for. I really sincerely believe that. And, um, but that's also why um, I know what I'm capable of. I want to be in control of what I'm doing with my business. I'm not hiring other people to do my work for me at this point. That might come later. But right now I feel personally responsible and I want to get the work done myself. So I am not hiring out to someone else to do the work. Um, and, you know, when I do that and when I do that as to grow my business, which I think eventually will happen, um, I think that I'm going to be so very careful about who I hire and, and uh, you know, what their qualifications are. Well, and I think that's one of the great things about you, knowing you outside of, you know, personally and through networking. I think that that's why people trust you. Um, I love your tagline, bring me your chaos. So if people want to try and bring you their chaos, how can they find you? Oh, uh, it's very easy to find me. You can actually uh, go to virtualassistantboston.com and uh, there is a link there so that you can um, just either call me or email me or uh, just go right ahead with my little Calendly scheduler and set up a time to meet with me. Um, I love to talk with people. I have a lot of one-on-ones that I do with people. And sometimes they don't want to hire me. They just want to learn more about what I do. And that's fine, too, because I'm finding out the power of networking is um, it's not, uh, you know, so much uh, passing around business cards and all that. It's doing the one-on-ones. It's taking the time to get to know your clients and asking them to please spread the word about me. And they do. And uh, and then getting recommendations that I can share and just kind of keeping that snowball rolling. Um, that's what I've learned this year. And it's been, um, it's been a great growing experience for me and a learning experience. And I've really enjoyed it. That's great. Awesome, Lynn. Thanks so much for joining us. Virtualassistantboston.com is where you can find her. Lynn, thanks for being on the show. Thanks so much. That was great. There was so much good information. I loved that she talked about how you can kind of set the model that you, that works best for you from a couple hours a week to or a couple hours a month and kind of figure out what it is that you can take off of your plate little by little. And I have a feeling that a lot of people and a lot of people Lynn works with, the once they get started, it's like the ball rolling and more and more and more stuff comes off of their plate. Yeah, it's really interesting to just start to wrap my head around what a virtual assistant is. You know, I guess, you know, a lot of times when I hear that phrase, I was thinking, oh, it's like a call service or something like that. No, it's it's completely different. There's so many things that a virtual assistant can do and help you with. Well, where I have two assistants in our office, I feel like, oh, but I feel like, don't I have to be able to go stand next to them? But 
there are definitely things that I can see how this is a great fit for some people. Well, and I think you have to, I mean, I think a person like Lynn, who's so motivated and loves what she does and loves the model that she's created for being a virtual assistant, I, I think it's, you know, somebody like her would be perfect for a lot of the things that we think about like that. Right. And, you know, I think that that's important. When we talked about, well, how do you find somebody? Because there's a lot of people out there right now who are hopping on these, you know, websites saying, oh, 10 bucks and I'll do it for you. You know, really kind of going through and finding somebody who's a good fit because it's not going to work if you don't do the the legwork up front. Well, and I think she was right. She was like, you know, you could go on Fiverr or whatever website and find somebody that'll do that stuff. But having her, somebody that is professional at it, you know, not somebody who is, you know, just saying, hey, I want to make an extra couple bucks and posting that they can do stuff for you online. Like she is a professional professional executive assistant and she's able to do those things that an executive assistant should be able to do and this is what she does this isn't this isn't a side hustle or side gig this is what she does she's going to be able to perform for you so i loved those things that she said you know you've got to feel comfortable with them you've got to research them you need to know what the list of services that they offer as a base are yeah it was awesome having her on the show. Thanks. And check her out. That's Lynn Feingold from Virtual Assistant Boston. You can find her at virtualassistantboston.com. You know what else is awesome, Allison? Something that's free. I like free stuff. I like free stuff too. How about free 30 days of Audible on us? Ooh, that's a good tip. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com slash bizmarried and you get free 30 days. And you don't, you know what? Every week, we talk about, oh, you should listen to this book by this author who's going to tell you how to be organized. My list is so huge. Or this author who's going to tell you how to run a sales team. You know what? You can also go to audible.com and you can just download a book that's fun for you. I listened to a book about Lincoln. Like Abraham Lincoln? Yeah, it was like 22 hours long. I, I listened. I downloaded the Chernoff book about Alexander Hamilton when the, after the musical came out. I got through about uh, 15 of the 27 hours. I listened to all 22 hours of the Lincoln book. I can't remember what the name was, but I never would have read it. It was so interesting. Yeah, that's true. And like, I, w- I don't think I would have read, it would have taken me seven years to read that Chernoff book. So, uh, but yeah, check it out. Audible, uh, free 30 days. Just visit our website, audibletrial.com slash bizmarried. It'll be on us. Thanks everybody for listening. Don't forget, you can find us online. Look for us on Instagram or Twitter at bizmarried. You can also find us on Facebook. And remember, not only is it important to focus on your business, but also your marriage because we're married with a business. 